This is the Charity Stripe on a new generation of radio. The mightier 1090 AM. SoCal Sports Talk. We're back, baby, once again. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. It's segment two. I'm Joshua Fisher along with Alexander Tosopoulos, Nicholas Snacks, Kreider. And first segment, a little happy-go-lucky with the Braves. We got into college football, but now we have to try to just make sense of this madness that is the NFL this week. I've never seen so many dominoes fall and in, honestly, this type of way. We'll start on the lighter end of the spectrum with Calvin Ridley, who's stepping away from the game, uh, mental health reasons, which... I'm proud of him. Very proud. I mean, respect. It, it's, it's something that sports has really tried to do um, more and more as time goes on is really emphasize what mental health is and and show people that, that these athletes are also human and that they are there's more than just football, right? And yeah, so for him, you know, go, coming away from football and, and taking a step back and trying to work on himself and figuring out, you know, what he needs to do to be mentally healthy again um, is something that's really brave. So kudos to Calvin Ridley. I hope, you know, all the best for him and, you know, hopefully he can get back out there when he feels ready to. Did it the, the, right the healthier way. you are mentally, the healthier you are physically. So totally. True. And he did it the right way. There was no, like, long, prolonged thing in the media. He wasn't, like, making, like, going to social media and subtweeting and all this. He just basically came out and said, hey, look, this is not for me right now, so I'm going to do what's best for me and for the team and take a step away. And you really can't ask for a guy or a human being to do much more than that because, again, right. it's a job. And it's not the end all be all. It's it's what he does, not who he is. You right. know, so he happens to be a football player, but that's not his whole identity. Shifting wide receivers, you got Michael Thomas, who's not coming back for the rest of the season now due to another ankle injury right. on top of this one. And then you got Derrick Henry, who's probably out for the season. Two major injuries to two superstars. What does it mean for this guy? One that careers? was on a warpath and looked to be, if healthy, the MVP, the MVP of the NFL, and the yeah. other one who hadn't played a snap this hadn't, season. But hadn't played a snap. And, and might not play a snap for this team ever again. It could be. I mean, it was an up-and-down, rocky situation his entire time with the last couple of years yeah. with Sean Payton, uh, you know, him punching one of his teammates last year, um, the ankle oh, injury where he refused, where he refused to get um, ankle surgery and you know now he there's a lingering issue he was supposed to come back this week but didn't end up happening so that's just a whole nother mess Derrick Henry situation is super unfortunate he's a guy that we thought was you know indestructible in a right. sense right like he's just getting the rock 30 times and going for over 150 yards and no one really has an answer for him and you're right he looked like the MVP um, heading into this week with the injury but uh, yeah it's really unfortunate they signed Adrian Peterson um, <laughs> off uh, to to the practice squad, hoping to elevate him during the week. So hopefully, Longhorn Deonta Foreman as well. Yep, I know AP guys back. The yeah, obvious choice because like you said to me earlier, he's just not going to make a mistake. But I think it's a great guy to have in that situation. I don't know how much interaction he'll have with Derrick Henry, but AP is the quintessential player coming back from a major injury and performing at his highest peak. Sure. Right. So yeah, he's I've, done it multiple times. I think Henry is unfortunate, but. Look, I don't care how big and strong and athletic you are. It's bound to happen when you're getting that kind of touch. Mm -hmm. It's just it, like there's no human being that could withstand that. Right. Getting pounded and running. And it's like a broken foot. And he still played on it afterwards. I mean, shows you how tough the guy is. Yep. And then also going back to the Saints, they lose Jameis Winston, their quarterback. Oh, yeah. Torn ACL. Very unfortunate because they were starting to look pretty good with him at the helm. I mean, they, they beat 
Tampa Bay, and I know Simeon finished that game, but Jameis started that game and had him in a good spot. Looked pretty good, had him in a good spot. So it's gonna be interesting what they do because they get Taysom Hill back coming back from a concussion. Simeon did play well. A lot of people talked about potentially getting Cam Newton in the mix. The other thing that I saw out there on Twitter yesterday was Philip Rivers coming out and saying that no one has reached out to him yet, but he would he would be interested if someone to talk to him. That'd be insane if Philip Rivers made a comeback for the Saints midseason. Would be nuts. I'm surprised they didn't even talk to the Broncos about Teddy B or Julian. Well, I mean, it, at this point, it's going to be Taysom Hill, yeah, who they did pay, yeah, right. That's why he's that's why he's on their roster in, in something in case something like this happens. Simeon didn't look bad though. Simeon stepped in, stepped in well. No, he's, he's a won, good backup. He's won, though. he's won NFL games. He's a good backup. I don't Not every that. backup can say that they have. So and played well. For sure, against a really good team, like we just mentioned. I, it was cool to see Jameis, after the injury, so many of his teammates come up to him. It was it was very clear that he has won that locker room, and that is his job. And when he comes back, I expect that to still be the same case. Right. I hope so, because you know what the situation with Jameis was? The Saints were good because he was playing. It wasn't like he was lighting up the stat sheet. But he wasn't lighting up the stat sheet in the red, in the negative or, way. red or green. Right, right. He was just playing kind of mistake-free football and playing within the Saints system, which honestly is like a whole ever. You could just delay sick and I mean, this it's, and that. It's what Drew Brees did last year, except Jameis had a deep ball. Yes, yeah. very it, similar. And like Jameis doesn't have any weapons. That team has no weapons. None. The receiving group. You got one weapon. Who? Kamara. Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Yeah, okay. I'm saying like, I'm talking about receivers. Traquan Smith just came back last week. Right. And are we we, even we convinced like, ourselves that Marquez Callaway is like a number yep. one wide receiver. Deontay Harris. I drank that Kool-Aid. I did too. Um, and I'm never watching a preseason football game again. <laughs> the, But like, they really have, in my opinion, probably the worst receiving room maybe in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't. I actually, Michael Thomas injury does not help at all. I mean, that was, kills it. It was something that they were all being, okay, let's just hold out a little bit longer. Um, but and it just doesn't work out. Sometimes yeah. you don't need an incredible wide receiver room, which I think can take us to another team yeah. with a wide receiver who seems to be on the out with his organization, Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. It's a great segue toss. Thank you. Yeah, They run the ball a lot. That's their identity. That's what Stefanski wants to do. Uh, obviously, you know, Wednesday, Odell Beckham's dad posting videos of how open he is during the game. Oh, which kind of hilarious. His dad comes out and posts a video of all the all the passes that that uh, Baker does not throw to him. I didn't watch it to be honest. How many were there? A lot. Like, how, was it over? It was 10? like an eleven minute video. Eleven minutes. It was a long video. It was like again, all season long. This is not what the identity of this football team is. This is Baker coming back on an injury. Oh, he's Odell, hurt. Odell Beckham is a guy that stretches the field really, really well. He's a deep route runner. Yes, he can beat guys off the blocks, and he can hit you with the slant and take it. For six, but and he's coming back from injury too. For sure, for sure. I it's just interesting, and it looks like he won't be playing for the Browns any longer, which I think this is, is a, from practice. Right, right. I think it's a good thing for them and for him because I think he still, once he's back full health, is a very talented wide receiver, and I think he can impact a roster positively. And I think without that headache of having him on your team because he is such a high profile athlete, yep. the Browns will be better off for it as well. So two things. A, I question whether or not he ever really wanted to be there because it was a trade, right? So he didn't really have any say right. in going to Cleveland. And they just let's be honest, who really wants to go to Cleveland? You know, and they weren't really in a good spot anyway before he got there. They just started getting better, and 
They're not really great this season due to all the injuries, but they still have got time. They made the playoffs last year without him. Right, exactly. Two, trade deadline just happened. Yeah. Right? If he's going to get dismissed, if he's no longer going to be with this team, if if that was always up in the air of of what he was going to bring to the table for for Cleveland, I don't understand why they didn't shop him because there had to be some value out there. There There's definitely teams. They didn't get what they wanted. They're going to end up releasing him. That's that's the thing, you know. We, we always talk about, oh, they don't meet the asking price, or they didn't get what they wanted. But if they're going to end up releasing this guy anyway, if he's not going to play, right? It's not about making Bill, a statement. Bill Belichick, the thing, make sure you get something for get Stephon something. Gilmore get when anything. he's leaving instead of cutting. Right? You would just talk about the Saints who are hurting for a wide receiver. That team could shell out well, they a were, fourth round draft pick for Odell Beckham, but I don't who is from Louisiana. Getting, but I don't even think they were getting that though. Okay, whatever. Six round draft pick. But the thing is, with the, it is still worth it at that point. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm with you guys for sure. Go get something. But I'm, I would imagine the mentality would be: we trade a first who ends up being Dexter Lawrence. Good football player, Jabril Peppers, who goes down this year but was solid for the Giants. Yeah. And a third for Odell Beckham Jr. Doesn't pan out, and we're moving him for a six, or we could try to patch things up to run the risk of trying to patch things up post deadline if we don't get that third or fourth round pick that we're asking for. It's but the thing it, is that you're saying they're trying they to failed. patch things up. They failed. They, they failed a day the day of the trade deadline. They failed. That was this news broke yesterday or, or two days ago. It seems like it was spur of the moment from Odell's camp as well. Exactly. Like he, yes, maybe he had been thinking about it that it wasn't the right fit. Maybe he never thought it was the right fit, but we didn't really see too much of that. It, it always seemed like they had a pretty good relationship they being Baker Mayfield and Odell whether or not they clicked on the field the two of them as as people did seem to be clicking. Right. And they liked each other. He runs the foot. Your team is built on the fact, and now both guys have been hurt, that you have two of the top 10 running backs in the NFL and a monster offensive line and two tight ends who are solid and can block and Jarvis Landry. You do not and need. And a pretty good defense, too. And a good defense. You don't need, they don't need him. They just don't need him. So he was, he was a guy. He was a toy. That they well, he had his feelings hurt, too. Right. And he, he was getting targets. He was getting one reception a game. Right. And, I mean, and a guy who used to get peppered with targets by a Hall of Fame quarterback. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. they're going to look, they're going to release him or put him on waivers. I don't know how that like, I mean like they could maybe move him something if he's claimed off waivers. Look, it's a, it's a weird situation and it's watch, unfortunate. Watch him go to Tampa. That you know that, where, that would be such a bucks move. I mean, right now Antonio Brown they, is, yeah. is hurt. He's out. Right. But he's coming back. I don't think, I honestly. But ha, but do you know what? Have they ever been scared to adding more wide receivers to that offense? No, no but I don't think you need to do it. A I team, think it's too much. A team that should do it, but isn't necessarily as as trigger happy as the Bucks. I think the Packers need help in the wide receiver room. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, well, played, they, they played a game last time with without their top guy. Without Devontae Lazard, Adams MBS, Lazard. and Adams. Yeah, exactly. and Tunyon just went down too. They won. But yeah, they, they beat the Cardinals. They yep. were undefeated. Well, um, they, well, speaking of that team, right, they have yeah. to figure out their own things right now because Aaron Rodgers apparently faked a COVID vaccination and now has COVID and is out, out of the boys and is out for the Sunday game against the Chiefs. Yeah. Jordan Love is the starter. <laughs> Faked a vax. So hopefully he produces. Um, but faking a vaccine in this day and age. <laughs> the that most Aaron Rodgers thing I've ever it seen. Really well, he was... Wasn't it he was vaccinated, but whatever the vaccine is that he has is not recognized so by the it, NFL? It wasn't Pfizer. One. It wasn't Moderna. It wasn't Johnson. It must have been the so Dombreka. I think it was the Dombreka. <laughs> the, 
<laughs> What's what? Dombreka is like a uh, thing. It mu- the Dombreka virus. The Dombreka. He definitely just got the worst one. Just anyone who's, shove it in anyone who's listening to this right now, go look up Dombreka vaccine because it's a hilarious video. It's ridiculous. Absolutely hilarious. The, this is great. That's a great reference, Nick. Oh, wow. I'm out on the reference. I'll look it up after. I'll be one of the people that does. The thing with this. Good luck spelling it. Yeah, yeah dude. Come on. I can barely smell normal words. The thing with the Rogers situation is that it just, I we've stuck out for him so many times. Like he could, you know, he was right to voice his opinion when they drafted Jordan Love. He was right to voice his opinion when they left him out of calls when they're drafting or making moves for other players on the team. He, he was right to he's right to voice his opinion when they don't add wide receivers. In yeah, the that's draft. what I'm saying. I mean, this is this is just frustrating. Like a, but that's like team oriented. Right. This is like not team. This is oriented. personal. This, this is, is personal. And like, the dude, thing is, on, like bro. a lot of people have been ripping him as well for you know not wearing a mask in public or or you know going to to team facilities this entire time under the impression that he was vaccinated, really wasn't. So it's not even just like a him thing. It's just kind of a selfish thing in general. Just. To that organization, right? I mean, whether you're well, with with the NFL rules and possibly jeopardizing your teammates, their salaries, right. and also a potential win for your team. Exactly. We know the rules because if you infect impl- other guys, and look, the implications of of testing positive and still going to facilities and games. Look, at the end of the day, we're not discriminating against people who are unvaxxed or no. people who are vaxxed. That's not our decision. That's not how we operate. But when you are a professional athlete, you're held to a standard, right? Like you're trying to set an example, but at the same time, there's others. Like you just said, salaries. There are other people's well-being on the line. That entire and you're the leader roster, of the club. and you're the leader of the club. Exactly. Right. Like maybe you can be that guy that is outspoken and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm not vaccinated. I want to take a stand here." Like, sure, I, I somewhat respect that. But the fact that it was faked or that it was under kept under the wraps is something a whole lot different. Well, he's him. like, "I'm immune, immunized, or whatever." I don't even know how to say that word. You immunized. Mean, I'm immunized. He already had it. Or something. I'm immunized. Like, okay, right. that's like it's basically a little kid going, "Well, you didn't say I couldn't." So like, and so, you know, like, what are we doing? Someone here? said on Twitter, they said uh, Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated, which means his family is fully healthy. Yeah, because he doesn't see his family. <laughs> I mean, that is a deep that cut, take. That cuts, <laughs> that cuts real that deep. That's really well. Deep. Okay. Either way, he's not playing this upcoming week against the Chiefs, and we get to finally see what Jordan Love can do. So it'll be an interesting little test for that guy. Good luck to him, and shout out to his family. Hope he hope he does well. Because look, if there's gonna ironically, if there's a team that oh, you want to more, shot more chaos, Nick, you were saying before we got on the show, if, what happens? What happens hypothetically? If he, if he throws out. for. 400 plus yards. I mean, they're going to be so – it's what they want. But I, we were saying they're going to run the football again. Right. But this Chiefs team is porous, and it's going to be a shootout presumably. Even though I like the Packers defense a lot, it's going to be a shootout with them and the Chiefs. So he may have opportunity to sling the rock, and we'll see what he can do. And if he's a disaster, then it's going to be absolute chaos in Wisconsin. Um, unfortunately, there was a lot of chaos in Vegas over the last 48 hours. Um, Henry Ruggs III – 12th overall pick in the 2020 draft. Driving at almost 4 a.m., speeds of 156 miles per hour with a blood alcohol level through the roof. 1.6. Two times 1.6 legal 1.61, yeah. yeah. Okay. With a loaded gun yeah. in the car. With a loaded gun in the car and his girlfriend strikes and ki- strikes and hits another car and kills the person in the car along with their dog. Yeah, 23-year-old female and her dog. A uh, car bursts up in the flames. She's trapped in the vehicle and can't get out. And heartbreaking. Essentially, burns to death. It's heartbreaking. It's really sad, and it's it's sad for everybody involved. It's sad for her family, and our thoughts go out to them. But it's so, sad for this young man's career as well and his life. I mean, he's 22 years old. It's right? just such a horrible, 
horrible decision. Of course. And there's no regard for human life when you're driving over 150 miles an hour. The world does not care that you're a football player or that you have a lot of money when it comes to things like that. That doesn't make you invincible or extra invincible. It could protect him. Now, if this was a normal person that did that, like Joe Schmo working at IHOP, on the 2 to 20 range of what he's getting, he's getting the maximum sense. He's getting 20 years. Yeah. Henry Ruggs may get a bit he may get off a bit more, get better lawyer, they'll right. work their way around it. He's he's a high profile case. Here's the deal. He for sure should be punished in a, a serious capacity because it's an unbelievably selfish move. No regard for human life. His own, his girlfriend's, and the person he ultimately kills. So he should be and punished. And anyone else on the road too. It wasn't but it's not intentional. And Toss, I'll give you credit because you said this earlier. If we lock him up for 10 years, take away his entire career, ruin his life effectively as well, then what is our jail system for? We're not rehabilitating. Re, you know, there's no, it's not a rehabilitation prison. system. Prison system. Prison system, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the idea is that, and the United States focuses, I would say, a little bit, comparatively less than uh, than most countries in Europe do, about their reformation, yeah, uh, rehabilitation. And that's the purpose, right, is for them to rehabilitate while they're in prison. And um, interestingly for this individual, for Henry, a lot of that has to do with the decision-making process, right? And what alcohol does to your system, especially when you're behind the wheel and how it impairs you. Um, Not to mention reckless driving as well, because if I drive 90 and a 70 and I go past a cop, he has every right to give me a reckless driving ticket, which is uh, a, a, financially impactful ticket it's tremendously more than more expensive than just a speeding, speeding ticket. ticket yeah mm-hmm. so it's reckless endangerment right um, so there's multiple crime there's multiple crimes that were committed here oh yeah and there's gonna be a swift punishment here unfortunately right. well the raiders um, already cut him we already, they already yeah, did no, no they did cut him the raiders did cut him um and you're right the guy's 22 years old right so in a sense He'll serve his time, but, you know, at what point do we say, okay, like, here's your second chance, you know, here's your chance to get your life together. You made a really bad mistake, and yes, it was intentional. He had no he had no intention of killing somebody, right. but it happened, right? And he's got to be held accountable. He's an adult. He's a role model. He is an NFL football player. And first round draft pick, like Josh well, said. They took him ahead of Judy and Lamb. Yeah. Like, you, the, first of all, they're evaluating his you're, character. You're, that, you're that in season. In season, they're, they're, you have a game this weekend, Sunday, ten a.m. Pacific. By a week, he's texting Renfro and Carr at midnight for golf swing tips. He's at Top Golf, is where he was, getting drunk, having a date night at Top Golf. It's not even like I don't know where he went after that, but based off this information, it sounds like he was just out on a date night, got really drunk, and was messing around, and it went horribly wrong. Right. I think he should for sure go to jail. But I don't think this is a situation, nor a lot of times is it a situation with a young person where we're like, we're going to make an example out of this guy and take away 10, 15 years of their life because then it just kills yeah. multiple I mean, we'll, we'll, don't unnecessarily. Ultimately, like, our opinions are a little moot in this conversation because we have to see what happens in the court of law right. and how the NFL handles this. It's if, just horrible. If they do anything at all, and it's it, most importantly, it's it's horrible and it's it's heartbreaking, heartbreaking for this Girl. this woman, this young woman, and, yeah. and her family. It's the that's the I mean no no question the worst of it. I saw a photo of on hurdles of like Devonta and Henry recreating their college touchdown celebration when they when the Eagles played the Raiders last week. It's just like. 
the jump celebration. Yeah, yeah anything could, it just could happen so fast, and it's just an unnecessary wake up call. That, like we said earlier with Calvin Ridley, there's more to life than football. There's more to life, you know, than your own personal idea of fun. You know, it's not life isn't how much fun can Josh Fisher, Alexander Disciples, or Nick Nick Kreider have in one capacity. There's more. I mean, it's important. You should have enjoy your life, but there's more to that. There's more people around you that a lot of your decisions affect on a consistent basis. And unfortunately, yeah. he wasn't thinking about anybody but himself and his fun. And it seems like things obviously took the worst case scenario. So, yeah, it's really, really sad. Um, but, you know, we're hoping for a good week of football despite all the injuries and kind of negative attention. Well, th- one it. thing I will say regarding this this whole um, event that happened is it's unfortunate that it happened to an NFL player, but hopefully it sheds some light on drunk driving yeah. and Needs to. Gives people a wake up call on how they've lived their lives before. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are guilty of doing something similar. And it really just takes someone like this to show them how, you know, big this situation is. I mean, we all know that drunk driving can can hurt and kill someone, but at the same time, like, it's really real. It, it, if, if you're an NFL player, it's still going to happen to you too if if you make those decisions. And you know, the universe. And there's different. and there's solutions. To get around it too. That's why Uber, Lyft, a lot of ride sharing apps. That that's why it's there. You're rich. You have a call someone to pick you up. Call your teammates to pick you up. You're texting them. You know, it's like don't be afraid or nervous. And but he's going 156. And I'm not going to say I'm innocent of going triple digits before when I was younger. But it going triple digits to me at this point is just unnecessary. And this further proves that point. You there's no reason for it. Uh, I hate to sound soft, but that's just how I feel. Um, fans out there, thanks for joining us. I'm Josh Fisher along with Alexander Sopolis and Nicholas Snacks Crider. We're the charity stripe. Fans out there, drag both feet inbounds, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they're free, and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. Because they're free. We out you. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Please catch the Charity Stripe every Thursday at 6 p.m. on the Mightier 1090 AM SoCal Sports Talk.